There you have it. The Bell Center, a place where no Stanley Cup final game has ever been played. That's right. There could be another banner right on the other side. Welcome into another five-minute post-game pints podcast. It's Campbell and Gallo with you. And yeah, the Montreal Canadiens, another thriller here at the Bell Center. Win it in over fun. Arturi Lekanen uh, gets it. And the Canadiens, Mitch, are off to the Stanley Cup final. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Truly unbelievable, Sean. And you say over fun. That was uh, one of the funnest over funs <laughs> I've been able to uh, cover uh, in my time uh, covering hockey. And you know what? I think back, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a while now uh, following this team and so many great uh, storylines and so many people to feel happy about uh, for on a day uh, like today, um, advancing to the Stanley Cup final. And you know what? There's still a lot of work for uh, this team to do. And we just get to two more weeks, Sean, of enjoying what's been a very fun ride. All right. So let's uh, start things off uh, with Arturi Lekkonen. The goal. I, yeah. I, I know someone tweeted out that Arturi Lekkonen was going to score. You had to know. I had, I had <laughs> Lekkonen. But you know what? It's just so fitting that it was that line that scored the goal to propel them to the Stanley Cup final. Because it's not only the work that they did against Vegas. It's the work they did against uh, Carolina. Uh, not Carolina. Uh, Winnipeg. The work that they did against uh, Toronto. And, and yeah. they get the overtime winner. I, I thought of all three of them. Gallagher, Deneau, Lekkonen. And, you know, shout out to uh, Jake Evans, too, who played on that line. Yeah, you know, uh, there was times where uh, Lekkonen wasn't even in the lineup. And he, I guess, rewarded for the goal. And, you know, makes me think of some of the guys that are uh, scratched right now, like Evans, who is uh, officially healthy but didn't play, Thomas Tatar, uh, Romanov, yeah. uh, Kulak, all guys that would normally be in the lineup for uh, for pretty much every team in the NHL. On the outside looking in right now, this team is deep, Sean, and that line that you're talking about, they're relied for the heavy lifting in the defensive zone. They're not relied on to score, but all four lines uh, contribute to, for this team. And uh, on this night, it's that line that plays hero offensively, even though their best work was probably done completely shutting down uh, Mark Stone, who was pointless in the series, and uh, Max Pacioretty, who was only able to score one goal in six games. How about the, the, the leadership of the Montreal Canadiens, Mitch? Uh, Shea Weber gets the big goal to start things off. Yes, yeah. you're producing offensively, but there's a leadership vibe there and the same leadership. I know everybody talks about the new guys like Stahl and Perry and, and what they do in the room, but Weber and Price, they have been there from the get-go with this group of players. I know Price from the beginning, Weber was via trade after the fact, but he's, you know, these guys have been there and just watching them after the postgame, they look like the two guys that just lost the game. They just won a, a, a thrilling overtime winner. They're on to the next task. And, and that's why I think the Canadians are going to be up and ready for the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, and, you know, you have to take uh, the time, I think, to enjoy a night like tonight if you're a member of the Montreal Canadiens because it is a heck of an accomplishment to appear in a Stanley Cup final. But that's not uh, the goal. That's not the big prize. The big prize yeah. is the Stanley Cup. And those guys know it. And, Sean, uh, they also know that uh, these opportunities don't come around very often. And you have to make the most out of those opportunities. Shea Weber... In his mid-30s, this is his first time out of the second round of the playoffs. He's in the conference final. And Carey Price has reached the conference final twice, uh, once as a backup goalie, and once he only got to play one game, and then he was knocked out of the series. Both times the Canadians lose, once the uh, Flyers, and you know once the New York Rangers. Uh, those two guys have been around for a long time. 
and they've never really came close to the Stanley Cup final. And now they are there. So I'm sure, uh, you know, they know uh, how difficult it is. And they know that uh, it's still a long path to four more victories for the Stanley Cup. And look, the Canadians have a bunch of other players here too, Sean, that have experience winning the Stanley Cup and they know what it takes. And um, they know that uh, they, they don't want to let this opportunity slip between their fingers. Yeah, that's why, like, it doesn't matter who the Canadians are going to be facing in that final. I, I, I do think they'll be up for the task now. It's going to be tough because you're talking about the two final teams of such a long year. Uh, but it's, it's also amazing, just all the little stories and all the hiccups, where the Canadians were uh, when the pandemic hit to where they are today, Mitch. It's, it's pretty crazy to see the roller coaster ride of the Montreal Canadiens. You know, I, 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 I think that if they didn't play in that bubble, last year as the 24th team they wouldn't be as good as they are today they didn't play in that bubble uh they probably have might even have a different general manager they may not have gotten all those acquisitions i i mean the road to where they are today has been oddly short and quick but long if that makes any sense it hasn't you know i i think back to uh when uh, the the season was put on halt uh in in uh, in 2020 and uh, where we are today, if you would have told me that Corey Perry and Eric Stahl <laughs> yes. would be on the Montreal Canadiens and they were going to beat the Vegas Golden Knights in the conference final, yeah, I would have said you're a crazy person. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, I think we're going overtime. Uh, well, all these games are going overtime anyways. But the Canadians, by the way, win the Clarence Campbell Bowl for the first time ever. A little history with the, with the Canadians winning the Clarence Campbell uh, Bowl, and we spoke about this. We're both kind of excited that they that they were playing with that. They didn't touch. They didn't touch it at all. Well, no, but it was still uh, it was still fun when uh, Shea Weber uh, went there uh, for the trophy yeah. next to Bill Daly, and then he said, "Come on, everybody!" And, <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody I'm not doing this alone. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a nice it was a nice moment here at the Bell Center for sure. All right, that's it for us. That's another five minute post game pints uh, podcast. Campbell and Gallo. Uh, enjoy it, celebrate it, be smart about it, uh, and enjoy the ride. Mitch, this is a, an incredible ride by the Montreal Canadiens, and I know a lot of Habs fans are sitting back and enjoying it. And the, you know what that means? The five-minute post-game shows will continue right into the Stanley Cup final. And, Two more and, weeks, and, baby. Two more weeks. And, and by the way, I wore a hat this time because our last video, everybody commented on our hair. So this time I wore a hat. They could comment on your hair. Okay, fair, fair by me. All right, it's time to go home and get a LeBron spear. Thank mm-hmm. you.